Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. I'm Joy Dooling, and you are listening to the Joy of Membership podcast. This podcast is for membership leaders. So we talk about strategies for attracting, engaging, and retaining members. But that's not entirely the focus of the show, because let's be honest here, there is no shortage of advice out there on best practices in membership. What we need to talk about is how to actually make those things possible in the real world, how to be absolutely sure that growth practices are going to stick, how to make those things easier, more consistent, and even automatic in some cases. Sound good? Then stick around because we're about to jump into it. Today, I have a special guest with me. It's been a while since we've had a guest episode, so I hope you enjoy this conversation with Aaron Merch. Aaron is the co-owner of 2H Media. He works with nonprofits in Ontario, focusing especially on building video-driven websites that reduce confusion and encourage engagement. He believes that you can increase your signups and improve member satisfaction by understanding what your members value. And that's so true, isn't it? Because he's a marketing expert, you might assume that he'd be here talking about what you should be doing in your marketing. But we actually talked about what you should do before you ramp up your marketing. And the advice that he shared is relevant to every membership organization out there. He clearly loves what he does, and I think you'll gain a lot from this conversation. So let's jump in. Hey, Aaron, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you could join me today. Hi, Joy. Thank you so much for having me. So let's start off where I always do with guests and how do you share who you are and who you help. Absolutely. My name's Aaron. I've been working in marketing for quite a long time now, and I help nonprofits build video-driven websites that eliminate confusion and improve conversions. Ooh, video-driven websites. That sounds cool. I'm glad we're going to get into that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm pretty passionate about it. Video can be a very powerful tool for sharing messaging online, and a lot of companies really don't know how to take advantage of it. So helping Helping nonprofits with that especially is something that we that we take a lot of pride in. Well, one of the things that we connected around recently was concept that before organizations even jump into kind of boosting their marketing efforts, there are things that they should be thinking about and doing. Can you talk a little bit about why you think it's important to do some preliminary work before organizations jump into this sort of thing? Absolutely. I think this is a super important topic that can't possibly be overstated. Most organizations, nonprofits and otherwise, most organizations approach their marketing prematurely. And it's really important to set some things in place before you start investing heavily in your marketing efforts. So when done correctly, your marketing efforts should create a lead funnel. Now, if your business isn't a strong enough vessel to nurture those leads, They'll flow away from your business based on bottlenecks in your process and poor experiences after onboarding. 
I can totally attest to what you say because when I look at association websites, a lot of times the only lead attraction that they have is sign up for a newsletter. Only if someone takes the initiative to get on a newsletter mailing list, do they even know the people who have been to their site? Well, and that's a perfect example of not taking it far enough. Like, are they even creating lead magnets so that those people have some incentive to sign up for the mailing list once they arrive on the site? I guess in most cases, probably not. And like, it's, it's really important for organizations to understand that marketing can help people discover you, but that's as far as it goes. So what tips do you have for organizations that are looking to increase their visibility, get some momentum going around their marketing? What sorts of things can they do? There's a few things I'd like to highlight. Probably the most important and one that nonprofits and member organizations really struggle with compared to a lot of other industries is get really good at finding your success stories and don't be afraid to talk about them. This is massively important. You know, marketing is all about communicating your value proposition. What are you actually going to do for your audience? And in order to do that effectively, you need to be able to show proven results. So looking for success stories, especially within your membership, celebrating your members, utilizing your services can make a massive difference in how you're perceived when your marketing efforts start to actually get in front of people. So having a really good idea of what that looks like internally and actually tracking those success stories is probably the most crucial marketing preparation step that I see a lot of nonprofits and member organizations specifically not have a solid grasp on. If you're going to nail anything, hit that specifically. The other thing I'd add is spend at least as much time communicating with your members post-sale as you do pre-sale. So if you don't have an onboarding process, if you don't have a sales process fully defined, get those things in place and really build those up before you launch into a marketing campaign. I don't see a lot of associations and trade groups taking this approach of thinking about member results and documenting that. When you look at websites and marketing efforts overall in this particular niche, the list of benefits are typically things like networking meetings and member directory and you know, we've got an annual conference and you have access to these webinars. And so it's just a list of things. And it's not really, this is, this is what we're helping our members actually accomplish. These are the success stories, as you mentioned a few minutes ago. There just aren't enough organizations capturing that. And you're right. It's so important. Members are joining for a reason. They want something to be different about their lives or their business or whatever this time next year. Otherwise, they wouldn't be investing in membership. So if we can like capture that in a bottle and and share that that's the difference that the association is making, that's huge. I'm so glad you spelled that out because that ties directly into my third point, which is really figure out your purpose and define your niche. So many more member organizations struggle with this and end up with that list you were just describing where they say, oh, we help businesses. We help businesses through networking events and through connections. Well, that's not enough to define your membership organization versus any of the other ones that are out there, including the four or five other options that probably exist within your local community. And so actually really sitting down and going, no, this is what we do for our members. This is the purpose of our organization and why you should join up. I would say that's step one 
to actually being able to do the other things we've talked about and kick off any kind of targeted marketing campaign that's going to sell a value instead of just a commodity. Now, I think a lot of association leaders would be listening to those words and would say, we're niched, like we're an association for accountants or we're an association for photographers. So they think of themselves as serving a, a niche, but within that kind of group that they're serving, there's a range of needs. There are people who are early in the industry. There are people who are late in the industry. There are people who are in some specialties. So I think even within kind of the general, we are an association for accountants or we are an association of photographers, there are um, these little pockets that you can dig into and actually achieve results for. So for your members who are early in the industry, you can be looking at what is someone who's in year one of opening their accounting practice, what is it that they need to be accomplishing? Or someone who has been in the industry for 20 years, they have needs that are very different. So what sort of goals do they have to accomplish? And your marketing needs to speak to what you help those very different people within your accounting niche actually accomplish. That's really the core of what we're talking about. It's about having a roadmap for the people in your industry rather than just putting a lot of messaging out in front of them. Now, mm -hmm. like on a micro scale, that roadmap is how are we reaching out to these people and then what journey are they going to go through interacting with our business? But on a macro scale, that roadmap is what stage are these businesses at and where do they actually need to go next? When you understand those factors, you can start thinking about how your organization fits into that process to help them achieve their business goals. Well, Aaron, that's perfect because you know the the theme for season three of this podcast is the roadmap to growth. So that was like the best analogy you could have given. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad we touched on it then. Awesome. So do you have some examples from your work of organizations that have sort of employing some of these tips that you've shared? What a difference it's made for them? I've worked with some accelerators that have really learned to promote their members and their success stories. And for um, people who might not be familiar with that word accelerator, what type of organization is that? They're membership organizations that focus on helping businesses um, scale and reach the next stage of growth. And that can come in a lot of forms. I've worked with accelerators in the tech space. I've worked with accelerators that are largely government funded and specifically support small businesses and reaching their next stages of growth. So it's a very broad term, but generally speaking, it's membership organizations that support businesses through mentorship, coaching, and programs that solve specific problems in their businesses and help them scale. So yeah, I've worked with a lot of accelerators specifically, and I found that they've achieved a lot of growth and a lot of visibility just by learning to tell people about the impact they're having. Just by going from not promoting at all or talking about just the services they offer to actually talking more about their members than they do about their organization itself. So testimonials, case studies, success stories. Yep. Testimonials are huge. So going back to the video-driven website concept, we've done a ton of video testimonials on behalf of accelerators, and the impact those have is absolutely massive. 
Because when you can actually get a business in front of a camera, you can capture the human element that really connects with people and drive a lot of excitement. And you'd be amazed at how many of your members are excited for the opportunity to collaborate on that kind of cross promotion. Because by celebrating your members' success stories and talking about them instead of just what your organization is doing, you're creating this ecosystem where everyone rises up instead of just pushing a bunch of marketing jargon out into the world. Well, I love the video idea and I've made the recommendation to a number of clients that they set up a space where they can get video stories like at their annual conference. Where do you have your clients collect video testimonials? Do you have tools that you use or ways that you suggest that they do that? Yeah, it's a real range. I would say most companies should be using video at all. And that's where I'll set the bar as low as I possibly can. If you have to get a summer co-op student and bring them in with an iPhone or an Android device that's got a decent modern camera on it and capture some testimonial content just for social media, that's immediately going to be better than probably what you're doing now. If you really want to take that further, we're a big fan of actually sending in a professional crew to shoot on location. Go into your members' organizations. If you're geographically set up in a way where that makes sense, show that diversity, show impact on the community. Again, it's not just about showing your organization. It's about showing the impact you're having in a larger space. So if you can get out into that community, that makes a huge difference. And then how that content is actually used is a bunch of different ways. So we always recommend landing pages on your website, have somewhere for people to actually go and find the content that's a source you control, but then also double dip on that content and use it in your outbound marketing. Use it on your social media posts. Use it to fuel your video ads. There's entire suites of tools in Google's advertising platform that you don't have access to unless you have video assets. So circling back to where this conversation started and looking at what organizations need to consider before boosting marketing, the best thing that they can be thinking about and exploring are these stories, capturing these things that they do for their members that have impact. And the best way to capture that is through member stories. Absolutely. Member stories are super important. It's it's really a very linear process. Define the value you create within your community, whether that's a local community or a larger business community. Look at the organizations you've worked with specifically that have taken that value, capitalized on it, and done really well for themselves. Reach out to those members. Learn more about what their experiences were with your programs. And come up with a way to collaborate on content that tells their story and shows your impact. If you can follow that process, you'll have a lot of success in building messaging that really resonates with your users. Perfect. Erin, I love it when someone can make something. Step one, step two, step three. (laughs) So if this conversation today has intrigued anyone out there listening, where can they connect with you? The easiest way to connect with me is to just send me an email. If someone would like to connect, if they're looking for clarity in their nonprofit marketing, the best thing to do is just reach out to me at Aaron at 2h.media. Thank you so much for your time today, Aaron. It was great having you here. Thank you so much. I appreciate it being here.
Hey there, you made it all the way to the end. Bravo to you. I'm back in just one last time to remind you that there's a free one-page PDF available over at the website that shows you more than 20 ways that technology could be supporting your efforts to attract, engage, and retain more members. It's actually broken down into the stages of the member journey, so you'll know exactly where each piece fits. And everything that's on that one pager can actually be automatically done for you with software that costs less than $1,000 per year. So if you haven't already grabbed it, you can get your copy at joyofmembership.com slash tech. joyofmembership.com slash tech. T-E-C-H. Have a great week and I'll see you next time.